Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's January 11th, 2019. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. How's the weekend box office? Aquaman has become the highest-grossing DCEU movie after its third weekend at number one. It grossed $31 million this weekend. That was pretty quick. Yep. In second place, Escape Room in its first weekend with $18.2 million. Mary Poppins Returns came in third with $15.8 million. In fourth place, Bumblebee, $13.2 million in its third week. And in fifth place, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with $13 million. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Coming to wide release, if Beale Street could talk, a woman in Harlem embraces her pregnancy while she and her family struggle to prove her fiancé innocent of a crime. Directed and written by Barry Jenkins, based on James Baldwin's 1974 novel of the same name. It stars Kiki Lane, Stephen James, Coleman Domingo, Michael Beach, Dave Franco, Dave Luna, Pedro Pascal, Ed Screen, Brian Tyree Henry, and Regina King. This one's still doing great with the critics, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a lot of reviews, 223. Also out in wide release, On the Basis of Sex. The story of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, her struggles for equal rights, and what she had to overcome in order to become a U.S. Supreme Court Justice. Directed by Mimi Letter and written by Daniel Stipelman. Stars Felicity Jones, Army Hammer, Justin Thoreau, Jack Raynor, Kaylee Spaney, Sam Waterston, and Kathy Bates. This one's at 71%. Replicas, a scientist becomes obsessed with bringing back his family members who died in a traffic accident. Directed by Jeffrey Nachmanoff and written by Chad St. John from a story by Stephen Hamill. It stars Keanu Reeves, Alice Eve, and Thomas Middleditch. This one does not have a tomato meter yet. Oh no. Yeah, I don't know how good this one's going to be. The Upside, a comedic look at the relationship between a wealthy man with quadriplegia and an unemployed man with a criminal record who's hired to help him. Directed by Neil Berger and written by John Hartmere. Stars Brian Cranston, Kevin Hart, Nicole Kidman, Juliana Margulies, and Aja Naomi King. Oh no, 31%. Only 58 reviews, but that's not great. It isn't. And A Dog's Way Home. A dog travels 400 miles in search of her owner. This is directed by Charles Martin Smith and written by W. Bruce Cameron and Catherine Michonne. And Catherine Michonne, based on the book by Cameron. It stars Ashley Judd, Edward James Almost, Alexandra Shipp, Wes Studi, Chris Bauer, Barry Watson, and Jonah Howard King with Bryce Dallas Howard as the voice of the dog. All these dog ones run together in my mind. I could have sworn this movie already came out. A Dog's Way Home. We, do, we just saw this. We just saw this trailer in front of Spider-Man, I think, and they really spoiled the movie because at the end of the trailer they show the dog <laughs> coming home. I remember you seeing you saying that. I mean, why? I don't even. I wasn't even looking at the this trailer. This is a movie I, I would ever attention. want to see, but I definitely don't need to because clearly he made it home. <laughs> like they even show the it reunion st- scene. What's interesting is the way home. No. Uh, not whether he makes it home. All right, it's a uh, it's at sixty seven percent, which is yeah, not that, too bad. That's surprisingly high, although it's only fifteen, it's only 15 reviews. reviews. Yeah, it's it's probably schmaltzy. 
look cute. And in limited release, Pledge, a group of college freshmen, pledge an exclusive fraternity, but soon realize there's more at stake than they could ever have imagined. This one's got 88%. Only 16 reviews, but with that premise, that's, that's higher than I would have expected. Looks like it might be actually good. Sergeant Will Gardner, a troubled Iraq War veteran struggling to reintegrate into society, sets out on a cross-country journey with the hope of reuniting with his young son. This one has Dermot Mulrooney and Robert Patrick in it, but no tomato meter. Touch Me Not, together a filmmaker and her characters venture into a personal research project about intimacy. On the fluid border between reality and fiction, Touch Me Not follows the emotional journeys of Laura Tomas and Christian, offering a deeply empathetic insight into their lives. This one's got only 52%, so it's a bit rotten. Sounds like a weird premise. Any news? Deadline reports Hulu is in early development on a series based on Simultaneous, a short story by Arrival and Bird Box screenwriter Eric Heiserer. According to their sources, the streaming company struck a six figure penalty deal in order to pick up the project, which is described as a cerebral detective thriller involving regenerative past lives. Colby Day has been tapped to write the adaptation. Sounds interesting. I don't really understand what regenerative past lives are, but... I don't understand what a penalty deal is. Neither do I. There must be some kind of penalty involved, I guess. <laughs> so remember that Beverly Hills 90210 reboot we talked yeah. about recently? I do. There's some more details on it. It's not your regular, regular old reboot. According to TV Line, they're, they're going to bring it back as a meta-mockumentary that would feature the show's original cast as they try to get yet another 90210 revival series off the ground. Original cast members would all play caricatures of their real-life selves as they try to cash in on TV's hottest new trend and get a new iteration of their show back on the air. No Shannon Doherty or Luke Perry. That's not surprising. They seem like the ones that probably want the least to do with 90210. Are you going to watch it? Well, it actually is more interesting. Yeah. This could be funny. It could be. Yeah. It's more interesting than just a regular old reboot to me. Yep. Netflix has announced that David Fincher and Tim Miller are teaming up on an animated anthology series for the streaming service entitled Love, Death, and Robots. The series, which will comprise of 18 animated shorts, will be aimed towards adults with stories that go across every genre from science fiction, comedy, fantasy, and horror, including imaginative characters such as sentient dairy products, werewolf soldiers, and robots gone wild. This sounds really cool. No? It does. I like David Fincher. Tim Miller did Deadpool? Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, so this sounds like it could be good. Could be. According to The Wrap, the Game of Thrones prequel has added several new regulars to its cast, including Naomi Ackie, who will appear next in J.J. Abrams' Star Wars franchise, Denise Goff, Gorilla, Angels in America, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who is in Twilight and Mortal Instruments, Sheila Atim, who is in Harlots, Ivano Jeremiah, who is in Black Mirror, Georgie Henley, who is in the, the Chronicles of Narnia, Alex Sharp, who is in To the Bone, and Toby Regbo, who is in Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't know any of these I was people by say, name. I don't think I know any of them either, <laughs> at least by name. But so, they've uh, all been in, you know, big, big movies. Yep. I'm sure we'll learn who they are soon. Yep. According to The Wrap, Marvel has hired Jack Schaefer, one of the writers for Captain Marvel, to write and executive produce the pilot for the Scarlet Witch series for Disney+. 
plus. According to Variety, Sicario writer Taylor Sheridan has been hired to rewrite Paramount's adaptation of the Tom Clancy novel Without Remorse. According to The Wrap, NYPD Blue stars Kim Delaney and Bill Brocktrop have signed on to reprise their roles in the NYPD Blue sequel pilot currently at the works at ABC. Per The Wrap, Luke Wilson has joined Stargirl as Pat Dugan. Aquafina and Danny DeVito have joined the cast of Jumanji 3D. Dave Bautista has been cast in the role of Beast Rabin, and Stellan Skarsgård has been cast as a villain in the Dune reboot. According to the New York Times, Sony is considering making animated television shows based on characters introduced in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that could be cool. I mean, I think it was just like a little comment. There's absolutely no details, and I don't know if anything's really in development on that, but um, yeah. I would, maybe. I'm sure the kids would like that. Yep. Al Pacino is close to closing a deal to star in Jordan Peele's The Hunt for Amazon. Anne Hathaway and Tim Robbins will join Mark Ruffalo in the cast of the currently untitled DuPont drama. Star Wars Resistance has been renewed for a second season. What's new to streaming this week? The top originals at Netflix are Sex Education. Otis Milburn is an inexperienced, socially awkward high school student who lives with his mother, a sex therapist. Surrounded by manuals, videos, and tediously open conversations about sex, Otis is a reluctant expert on the subject. When his home life is revealed at school, Otis realizes that he can use his specialist knowledge to gain status by setting up an underground sex therapy clinic to deal with fellow students' weird and wonderful problems. Solo, a Netflix original film in a remote area of the Canary Islands, young surfer Alvaro Vizcano accidentally falls from a cliff. Seriously injured, he must fight to survive. Not Does to be... Chewie help him? No. Not to be confused with the Star Wars movie Solo, which, spoiler alert, is also opening this week on Netflix. And the last laugh. Retired talent manager Al reconnects with former client Buddy, a comedian who gave up performing decades ago and urges him to go back out on the road. Other originals include Godzilla, The Planet Eater, When Heroes Fly, Friends from College, Season 2, and Remastered Massacre at the Stadium. Are we going to watch Friends from College Season 2? We watched the first one. We did. We were both like, eh. Yeah, I don't think you remembered it that well. I don't. But I know I didn't like it very much. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if there's nothing else, but there's usually something else. Yeah, and like you said, the only non-Netflix original worth mentioning is Solo, A Star Wars Story. On Amazon, Informer, Prime Original Series Season 2. On Hulu, Annihilation, which we just watched and it was really good. Lodge 49, Complete Season 1. America's Got Talent, The Champions Series Premiere. The Last Airbender, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 6 Premiere. And Future Man, Complete Season 2 Premiere. That's a Hulu original. On HBO, Super Troopers 2, Down Dark Hall. On Stars, Backdraft, Crooklyn, Everything is Illuminated, Kate and Leopold, The Last Days of Disco, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, The Money Pit, and Twins. On home video on disc, mid-90s, and Castle Rock, first season. On digital, First Man, The Hate You Give, and Johnny English Strikes Again. So last week we ran a poll, what's the best movie with the word room in the title? 
Room won with 43%, and then Panic Room with 29%, and The Room and Four Rooms tied with 14%. So that came out the way it should with Room, the Brie Larson movie, coming in first. I'm really surprised The Room didn't get more. And I'm surprised it tied with Four Rooms, a movie that likely nobody remembers. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of forgettable. So this week we're asking, what's the best Keanu Reeves sci-fi movie? Sci-fi or fantasy. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, The Matrix, The Lake House, or A Scanner Darkly. I think all of these are more fantasy than sci-fi. So I guess I would go with The Matrix out of those. Probably my favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I really liked A Scanner Darkly. But I really like The Matrix, too. Not The Matrix, too, but, you know. Right. And The Lake House. (laughs) It's fine. It's watchable. So let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod on Twitter. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off.